This week on Faceoff Hockey Show, sadly, another hit to the Coyotes' dreams. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about what media member across the NHL will make the best NHL player. And hey, the NHL is looking for uh, international games or international series or tournaments. Finally, it's called the Olympics. They'll probably do that. It's Faceoff Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And a breakaway. They shoot the And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. Scotty Waz here. Johnny P there. It's another episode of Face Off Hockey Show. Thank you for joining us. Yep. Uh, still here. Still here. I haven't left the country again. Nope. Luggage still there. Luggage is still here. <laughs> still tracking it though. Of course. <laughs> Just uh, turn it on. Ah, it's still in the living room. Oh, uh, in in my week. Well, let's get um, started. I got a I got an update on my uh, claim, and they're gonna pay me all the money I spent to to buy new shoes, medicine, shirts, and stuff like that. Everything that I needed to spend, it was four hundred and thirty dollars total that I spent. Um, on things that I needed for the week while I didn't have my own clothes. Huh. So British Airways has told me they're sending me money. Um, we will see. Um, I I gave them the routing and my checking account information oh, no. to ex- expedite <laughs> things um, in the first place on the claim, uh, but the email I got referenced a Santander uh, um, bank account, so I'm guessing they're not the same. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens uh, within the next week or two. More than likely, there will be another email that says we couldn't contact your bank. And I'm like, no shit. I live in the United States. <laughs> morons. Yeah. Make sure that's American money you're paying me, fuckers. Yeah. No, so. British pound bullshit. So, yeah. So the only thing that I did not get paid for, which was my own fault, was uh, the first night when all hell was breaking loose, I like ran around and I bought like a British um, charger, like a you know the, adapter. Uh, well, it wasn't even an adapter. It was like uh, it was like the brick. It was a thing you plug into the wall. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then you plug the USB port into it. I had to get a British one. Mm. Um, and then um, I got a European adapter, a Britain the Euro adapter for that for what i got to greece um and i remember distinctly the words uh do you need the receipt and me going no i think it's on my phone and like walking away occurred um so i'm not getting paid for those that's a shame because i don't have a receipt for it obviously which kind of sucks but is what it is they did pay me for uh the soccer jersey that i got so it kind of all evens out well that's a plus yeah um 
So that was good news. I have hockey this weekend. The fire department police game. Uh, Mac was refereeing the game last year. Sure, he'll be there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they don't get into a chippy, whiny brawl in the second period like they did last year. But we'll <laughs> see what happens. I was like, guys, it's not that. It's not that big of a deal. Right. <laughs> um. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be fun. I am apparently going to the uh, NHL. Um, what's it called? All the super the rings. Show, the showcase. The showcase that's occurring in like three weeks, I guess. Yeah, no, that's the um, <laughs> that's the fourteenth, uh, fifteenth, or thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, Wednesday through was... Saturday. So got that. Well, that's actually not too bad then. No. Oh. For some reason, I thought it was uh, like Monday through Thursday. No, no, no. Um, so that's good. And then um, what else? We went to Jersey. Interesting. This past weekend. On purpose? Uh, family reunion. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Can we just... That's a little on the nose, don't you think? I mean, my aunt owns a house near the Jersey Shore. I'm sure she does. City. She's Italian. Like, I think she got it when they landed. Like, so we went to the Jer- so we went to the Jersey Shore this weekend for a family reunion. Yeah, we were beating that beat up. <laughs> I'm more typically uh, I saw a bunch of cousins that I don't like see very often, which is pretty cool. You're gonna say that I don't know. <laughs> no, I know them. I just haven't. <laughs> we didn't really grow up with like part of the family. Mm. Like I don't remember why. Like like they lived farther away from everybody, or they didn't really like come to like the things when the family things when we were like younger. But now that we're all older, we like include them with everything, mm-hmm. right? So I don't see that side, that group of. I think it might actually. I I think effectively they're not. I think they're like second cousins to me, mm-hmm. but an Italian family, everybody's family and everybody's cousins. So I, it, it is, I, it literally is an Olive Garden is the Italian family. I couldn't family. tell you, like I honestly could We had, and I know that I've told this, I told you this before, but we had like enough food in case another family like got lost <laughs> on their way to the Ocean City and just like showed up at the house. Right. I was like, what are we, what? Why do we have eight crock pots of stuff? <laughs> like, I appreciate all the sausage and meatballs. And yes, I will eat provolone cheese all the time. I understand. But that's not the point. <laughs> but that's not the point. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. So that was fun. Nice. Um, the kids were there. It's always a plus, the children's. Uh, Mark and Brittany were there. Um, I gave the kids uh, their Turkish towels that I bought them from Greece. They didn't really care. No. Um, Mark told me it was okay there because they don't really like anything. So that's fine. Yeah, at least it's not just um, you. So it wasn't just me. <laughs> um, we played some mini golf on the boardwalk. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, all in all, all in all, the last week uh, has been decently good. Nice, congrats. 
Um, Decently good. Yeah, so for me, for me, it's been So we're just about done. Or at least I'm just about done on my office-ish. At least the the, uh, shelving. I just have my die cast and starting lineups of McFarlane's to put away. That's not bad. Uh, that's not terrible. Um, and then everything, everything down and some books and crap. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We're about a month away from moving. And holy Jesus Christ, the uh, cost of moving cross country. Oh yeah, boy, it'll do it. Yeah, it, uh, puts a damper on your life. That's for sure. Um. Yeah, so we got movers. We got a date to move. We got a new, we got a place. Um. Yeah, things are coming together. It's just actually doing it. Um. But yeah, we will uh, we will see what happens. But that's been pretty much long and the short of it for the past week. Uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, has turned into Seattle, Seattle North. It's uh pretty damn wild how much rain we've been getting and just how awful it's been but oh well what can you do uh, yeah just hanging out doing a good time and, uh, fun time and all that other good stuff that's good yeah. I mean I'm glad that you're uh, getting a move on uh, pun intended yeah absolutely uh, with packing and everything yeah smart to take care of that like when you can Absolutely. Um, Especially. And not all at the same time with like eight days left. Right. <laughs> before you have to like get all your shit in a van. <laughs> it's like three hours until the movers get here. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, I still remember like I moved from college mm-hmm. and I had to have a place to sleep because I was living in an apartment in college. Like my senior year in college. So I had this like loft bed and literally like the morning of graduation, I'm like taking this loft bed apart. I go to like graduation and everything. Then I have to put all of the pieces of the loft bed in the back of my car <laughs> and drive. Home. I was like four hours late to my own graduation party. Wow. Because I was like moving myself out of my house and like everybody else was like, cool, you graduated. We'll see you back at the house. Okay. Glad you thought I was prepared enough to have all this shit taken care of. (laughs) Um Yeah, no. I mean this is like our toughest move because like not one of us is anchored anywhere. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh boy. We're gonna have to we have to figure out because we got the moving truck and then we got a driver for the moving truck. So it's gonna take about Two days and six hours, they estimate. Um, but we're going. We're gonna get there. And yeah, my Barb and Stan took a look at the place we're staying at. Oh, okay. And here's the fucking thing, and this is just me. I love my mother. Uh-huh. Um, the only pictures she took were of the bathroom and the and part of the kitchen. I mean, it makes sense. And I asked yeah. her, "What about the rooms?" She was like. I, you know, I don't know. I just did, I got sick of taking pictures. I'm like, well, how does that help us? Do you want me to go? I, well, no, because we, I think we already rented it. Like, we already put oh, okay. the deposit well, that's down. Good. We didn't put it, we already, it was just like, 
And it's like, mom, they're retired. They have the time. My mom likes to take over pictures of everything and just worry like about I stories. Can, I can go and take a picture with like a wide angle lens and like show you what the rooms look like and everything. You probably could. Like they probably let you. Like we put we put the deposit down today. So, um, <laughs> I mean, technically it is kind of ours, but it should just be like, hey, I'm gonna send another guy out there. Uh, my parents, bless their hearts, they didn't do shit. And the funny thing is, is then after that, they fucking just drive around Hartford County looking for apartments. Like, what the <laughs> we had, we just had one, Mom. What hold are you on, hold doing? on, hold on, hold on. So they went to see the apartment mm-hmm. that you're already renting. We're going to. We, the, it was on our chart, and we were we were kind of deciding that is just because it was like it was inexpensive. It seemed to be a good neighborhood and all that shit. But um, then they went around to find other ones that you like. Like we had a sight unseen. She was like, like literally could, like like you could like move in like six months she, and be like. She tore your mom's like, hey, don't unpack anything. We she, found you a better place. It's es- closer. Essentially, she fucking toured another apartment complex. <laughs> and like got that, all the information, got a business card and everything. I'm like That is one hundred percent something my mom would do. Yes, I know. Like our like our families are not that different. Because um, I know I know you understand that struggle. So like one hundred percent. I get I get a text. He's like, yeah, it's it's kind of old. Like they they built this when Aberdeen Proving Grounds was out. But we went to another one. I'm thinking to myself, another. I'm at work. I'm like another one. What other one did I fucking tell you about? Did I tell you this in a fever dream? <laughs> no. Me and Dad just got we just got bored, so we just drove around. And then we found another place, but we saw it was only two bedrooms. So we're gonna just go lunch now. I'm like, I didn't tell you to go to one. I didn't tell you three. God bless Barb. Yeah, that is totally something that my mom would do. Top dog joining us here. It's apartment talk. Uh, <laughs> t- townhouse talk. Because it is a townhouse. How, uh, so if you asked mom to go and look at an apartment that you were renting because you are you lived out of town and you, um, you were going to rent this apartment sight unseen, uh, how many other apartments would mom tell you about <laughs> That's kind of what we're well, talking about. Well, I think yeah. she would probably try to find one that was cheaper, first of all, <laughs> for exactly the same thing as what you're looking for. That's true. That's a true, um, that's a true statement. Even if it's like 20 miles away mm-hmm. from where you want to live, she's still going to be like, but this or, one. Or on Labradine Proving Ground, like like right. part of the, <laughs> like where they test the like missile watches. And yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, here's the fuck thing about that. I asked my mom, well, well, what was the price for the other one? Oh, I didn't get into the details. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't get into the details? Well, I mean, maybe they're looking to rent, and they're going to sell the well, house, and, and they're going to come up there and, and live near you guys. Not for nothing. Sister did get affordable housing, so she is moving out with the kids. So oh. Oh. that is, I think that's by next year, the uh, Roosevelt shack is going to be gone. Maybe I'll just buy oh. it from them for a dollar. I mean, that sounds smart, actually. I think that you and Jen could definitely live there. Yeah, even if I have to drive fucking... Well, yeah, I mean, it's already paid off. It was paid off in, like, fucking 82. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first house on Roosevelt Avenue, man. <laughs> That's true. So actually. it's like the community built around them. Um, I'll anyway. buy that house from you, and then you could buy my house. They're perfect. We'll do that that way. <laughs> I'll upgrade a little bit, have some extra yeah. rooms. Yeah, four four bedroom, two bath. Yeah. Split foyer with a, a pool. pool. 
Love it. Yeah, I'll, I'll upgrade some, and then uh, I'll uh, then you can buy my house from me. I'm looking at the Zillow for my parents' house. It only has it listed as one bath, which is not right at all. <laughs> I've taken a dump in both of them. Um, can I get a history on it? I want a history on what they bought it for. My but, parents bought our house for like $45,000. Right? And that's, like and that's the, the same house. Yeah, so this house was born in 77. Or born, yeah. It was born in 77. It's a Just year older than you, John. Um, all right, that's a tax. Give, you sons of bitches. You give me all the other times where the property sells for? That or I just don't know where to look in Zillow. Anyway. Uh, hey, how about we get to uh, get to some Patreon picks? It's not a fucking 1,100 square feet. Stop it. That's it. That's... <laughs> no like fucking way! That house is eleven hundred like square feet. Square feet bigger than my house. the the lot The lot is seventy five hundred square feet. Ain't goddamn bit whatever. <laughs> fucking Zillow's bullshit. Uh, Patreon dot com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. We get a Patreon. You can join oh, us. Lost Zillow as a sponsor. Yeah, right. Well, fuck them. <laughs> well, they fucked us over. Uh, searching for town. Whatever. That's another another rant for a Faceoff Hockey Show over time. That you right. could get on Patreon if you're a five dollar subscriber. On the five dollar side, you can also not only will you get the video show like the one dollar people will get, you get some audio, you get to help us vote. It's a good time for everybody. Extra things here and there. Face off hockey show, uh patreon.com slash face off hockey show. Be like uh, Cloudy, Tyler, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Matt, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contribute, so can you. Patreon.com slash face off hockey show. Hey, you got till next Thursday. And we will uh, raffle off the uh, diecast uh, to send to you. Be a great time for everybody and all that stuff. So here we go. Um, we'll look at Barbara Stan's house when Lyle's on. And we'll get his opinion. <coughs> so Spark. Other pictures. Uh, there's outdoor pictures, like Google Map pictures. That's yeah, about yeah it. obviously. Um, this one says 1,700 square feet. Anyway. Uh. Okay, I found the price what they fucking bought it for. Anyway, it's depressing me. Uh, based upon, uh, based upon the uh, uh, Tariq El Bashir's Twitter, the media uh-huh. had their skills competition for the Washington Capitals this week. That got me thinking: which uh, which media member would be the best hockey player? That doesn't include, of course, hockey players who have gone on to media. Right, obviously. Um, I mean, Jack Edwards has played hockey before, um, so he's there, and he's also a piece of shit, so right. he would work perfectly in that agitator role. Um, what guys, what, what, I mean, what people are built in the media that could be hockey players? I mean, P- I feel like Pierre never played, really. Oh, no. He probably been. can skate. Well, he had to skate the coach, but he only had to, like, shuffle to skate. Um... Wasn't there a guy that just completed like an Ironman or a marathon or something? I'm pretty certain I saw that in my feed. Oh yeah, like one of the TSN people like just completed a marathon. Interesting. I feel like if you can run a marathon, that you should be at least endurance wise all right for a hockey player. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can't skate for shit though. I think James Duffy would be a good uh, good goalie, maybe. Liam, maybe Liam McHugh. Eh. Yeah, I don't see it. Boots across. I feel like, and then I think he played soccer, actually, Liam. Oh, okay. Oh, with a name like Liam, I think you're predisposed. 
Yeah, Leahy was telling me that he did something on Long Island. Of course. Long Island Leahy. Yeah, he's a good Long Island boy. <laughs> it's funny he doesn't like Long Island iced teas. It's a shock to uh-huh. me. Big gingers all the way. That's right. I'm trying to think of other media personalities that can maybe be a good hockey player. I mean, Alexis Landestoy looked like she uh, she scored a goal, at least in some of the pictures that I saw. That's true. I mean, scoring goals in the media game would help out. <laughs> scoring goals in general would be a big help. Um, I also Tariq le- scored a goal. Nice. Learned from yeah. his son. Um, he didn't give us the backhand, though. Of course he not. He said it wasn't that nice. <laughs> um, by the way, every time I've gone to like an NHL event, they said they're going to have like a media skate or a media game. Never happens. Mm. Never. Always just like too windy or it's too cold out. That was what happened in Calgary. I was just about to leave for the media game. It was like 8.30 in the morning and get an email. Uh, yeah, since it's like minus 37 out, we're not going to we're not gonna no. have this. I'm like, you fucking cowards. I'm waiting for Black Bears Media Day where like you, me, and Jim have the ice to ourselves. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> be wonderful. Like, we, just, we just have our own. We invite Mark out. He takes off work and breaks his goalie pads. Sean, Sean Stempner just comes out from... Uh, from WMAR for like 20 minutes as he is one to do for most of the season. <laughs> Stempner is another guy who used to play hockey and then went into media mm. out there in Western Western New York. WMAR guy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Media, uh, media people in, the, in hockey, if they aren't a player, don't necessarily look all that athletic. I will, I will go on that record and, and, and die on that hill. Um, yeah. Um, cause like you look at, you look at, uh, Kenny Albert, Kenny Albert seems more like a baseball guy than a hockey guy. He looks like he'd be a, a good, like right fielder. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I can't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, Dave Starman. Starman. Yeah. Maybe. I think I mean, so. he's around yeah. hockey a lot at least. Right. He straps on the um, skates every now and again. I'm sure he does. Uh, Along with that same crew, Alex Heinert from CBS College Hockey. Yeah, I feel like there are just way too many players at this point that are, have made their role, way into uh, roles that we have to cut them out of this conversation. Yeah. It's like, of course they'd be a good player. <laughs> they played 13 Wayne years. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he'd be all right. Great commentator that could be an awesome hockey player, for sure. <laughs> I've heard stories. Heard some things, don't worry. Oh, man. <sighs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, this is tough. I wonder uh, if the cat... We're, we're purely going on looks as well. Like, we don't really know, like, their hockey prowess. Right. Like, I feel like Merrick would be a oh, great sure. time. Yeah. You know, Wyshynski would probably be a fantastic time. Yeah. Nice, he'd be one of those guys cutting it up. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if he can skate. He'd be he'd be the one who takes a while, feels like he's gonna fall backwards and crack his head, and never does. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sean Leahy, I think Sean Leahy would be an okay player. Sean Leahy, but he's already shown us that he falls on ice when he's wearing Teddy Roosevelt's head. Well, obviously. I mean, at least he can. That skate. was year one. Yeah, that was year one of the show. Oh no! It was year, it was year uh, four. He didn't oh, come to okay. us until after lockout. 
That was year one of uh, us meeting Sean Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. From PopJocks. PopJocks.com. I don't know. Yeah. I, are the, I wonder if the Caps are the only ones who hold this kind of media event. For you know, I mean, I haven't mind. seen it Yeah. anywhere else. I liked your comment. I thought it was pretty funny. Yes. Well, given what they had a couple years back where they're playing with like 13 skaters. Where they had like $6 of yeah. uh, cap space. Why not, why not sign up to, uh, Tariq for like a PTO contract and have him just sit there? Take, um, take a face off in the offensive zone and then skate right off. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought, I mean, I think that's cool. I oh, think yeah. that, um, I think that it's smart. First of all, yeah, uh, because you know that the media appreciates the players right in the first place mm-hmm. and what they can do or you would hope so. Let's put it that way. Sure. But then you like put the media in their place and you're like, all right, well, we did literally nothing that the team can do. Mm-hmm. And, the, and all the media is like, Woof. all right, well, I think I'm going to die. So, <laughs> um, we're, we're... so maybe it gives you a different perspective. We're out here in the bare minimum of gear, and we are just sweating our asses off. I mean, I don't even know if they had goalies for this game. Like, who I think they the... did. I think they had a couple. I don't know if they were media members or... Like, who were the media that's like, yeah, I'll be a goalie? <laughs> Crazy bastards. <laughs> It'd be great if they had a team picture and they did left to right. It'd be wonderful. Uh, uh, so, yeah. It's, yeah. Good. it's good for the know. media. Glad to see it. All right, cool. Uh, I thought it was cool. Oh, I thought it was sure. neat to see. Oh yeah, no, it's nice. That's an awesome event. Like that's that's really awesome to have, especially as the players are starting to get back into camp to have the media there and just kind of hang out for a bit. So there we go. Uh, Lyle Richardson joins us now. We got through one thing on our rundown because <laughs> I was busy <laughs> complaining about. The, and what was seven thirty shows are quick. Seven thirty shows do go quick. Oh, we were talking about uh, my parents going up and and looking at a prospective place for us and then not getting pictures and then going to like two other places um trying to find something then then we found then we found their the house my house i grew up in the house that they bought in 1977 and they've lived mm. in ever since it's in the middle of the street first first house ever built in that community and we were wondering uh i guess i, I found the price for what they bought it for mm-hmm. it is a 7500 60 square foot lot mm-hmm. says it has one bathroom that is wrong it has two it's got uh four to five bedrooms depending on what you constitute as a bedroom uh three to five bedrooms rather um big sunroom pool in the back big backyard uh now what would the cost do you think was uh for for 1977 that they bought it for and what do you think the estimate according to redfin.com would be. We'll go around the horn in Glen Burnie, Maryland, right near the airport. We'll start with Johnny P as he lives around that area. Oh, I'm going to say they bought it for $42,000 and it's currently worth uh, $375,000. All right, Mark. Um. I'm going to go $53,000 as the initial. Okay. And I'm going to go uh 422. 
All right. For what it's worth now. Lyle, this is all in American dollars, so use your conversion oh, of course, properly. Of course. Understood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so Mark's at 53. Johnny, yours was? 42. 42. 42. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go into the slide in the sweet spot there and say about 48 thou. Okay. And that you could probably move that bad boy today's value around 400K. Okay. So bought it for 55. Ooh, so Mark ooh, closest so on that one. Mark closest to the pin. The yeah. Redfin Estimates. Brought to you by Redfin.com. Hey, you got a house? We'll sell it, even if we don't. Uh, is it on sale? Uh, $388,105. Yeah. Not bad. So for, I was closer on that one. Yeah, you were. Yeah. So I get that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Now, when they bought it, now that, that they bought it was 55000 Yeah. Now, what is that in today's dollars? Uh, good question. Seven hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's inflation, and then there's inflation. <laughs> We're not talking Weimar Republic inflation here, John. <laughs> All right. Money's not even worth anything anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> These wheelbarrows of the you know, they buy a loaf of bread. Okay, this is too much math. Just give me something I can fucking plug and play, man. All right, so a dollar. Yeah. I, I can just I can just calculate it this way. There has to be an inflation calculator. There is an inflation calculator. Well, there is. Yeah, that's what yeah, I. Yeah. yeah. So I use. Well, mine's in Canadian dollars. So, ah, yeah. uh, there we go. Mm. So, uh, five oh four. Okay. Times fifty-five. Two hundred seventy-seven. Two hundred seventy-seven thousand. How much is it? Two seventy-seven. Two seventy-seven. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Hmm. Shit's wild. Shit's wild. You know what else is wild? The Phoenix Coyote's not getting at Austin Matthews Lyle. Our dream uh, has been dashed. The chop house more, is well, gone. For, for four more years. For four more four years. Four more it's years. Four... It's deferred. It's deferred until, until they get the arena. Until they get the arena in Mesa. <laughs> or wherever the hell it's, it's gonna at. be my it's gonna be my sixty fifth birthday present. There That's what it's gonna be. Wonderful. You're retired. I mean, by that point <laughs> by that point, Austin Matthews might be building the arena. Yeah, yeah. could very well. Well, I, I text I texted uh, I texted to our group Instagram chat that like, you know, Chop House is gone and so is Matthews. It's a it's a sad day for Phoenix all around. Yeah. All the way yeah. around. Yeah. All the way around. I mean he didn't see himself in any of the pictures for the new arena complex. Not, it was just the old see... one. Well yeah. Well, yeah. That, that spiritually, shut down. spiritually, he could still see it. Let's be honest. I mean, we could Photoshop him in oh, some sure. of the pictures with his sure. girlfriend. Yeah. Or whoever that woman was. Whoever that woman was. And or wife. <laughs> and he or was wife. taking That's selfies true. with in front of the chop shop. Yeah. Chop house, Lyle. <laughs> chop, shop. chop shop. Same thing. It's a chop house, Lyle. It's, <laughs> there we go. Chop houses. Look at look yeah, how the Tempe Entertainment the, District. They look great. Yeah. Look, I mean, four years from now, he's even shaved the mustache off. <laughs> right. Exactly. It got really he no longer creepy. looks like uh, you know the hedgehog's illegitimate son. Yeah. So looking great. Wario. Yeah. <laughs> Wario. Uh, four years, thirteen point two five average annual value. That's good money. He That's, becomes an average on annual average value. He is now the NHL's high. He will be the NHL's highest paid player. The richest player ever. Good. So good for him. Should be. Yeah. And very very smart because he only signs for four years, so he still gets to uh, you know he qualifies you know for UFA again while he's still in his prime. Be able to pull in some more of that sweet sweet UFA dollar. You know I think you're going to start seeing a lot more players start to follow. 
his lead, especially the top, you know, top guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're already hearing Elias Elias Pettersson of uh, the Canucks basically saying almost kind of the same thing. Though in his case, he's he he wants the uh, the Canucks to to show to him, prove to him that they're heading in the right direction. Uh, but you know what? Even if they do that, let's say they actually make the playoffs or something like that. Now he's a restricted free agent next summer. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes. Yeah, give give me some of that four year action. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that way, yeah, that way he can. Uh, and qualify at age uh, 29 to be uh, a UFA again and, and earn uh, even more money. I mean, it is kind of smart, right? We went mm-hmm. the we went the route of the Ovechkins um, and even Crosby to an extent, but not as long, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Yeah, his Signing came in after. Yeah, like, his, yeah, his came in after after they put that eight year cap in. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So signing like a 13 year deal, those 15 year deals, like we've seen that occur. And yes, Ovechkin made a shitload of money, but he could have made so much more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and uh, in a, in a way, like the you know the the league putting a cap on on uh, salaries, like the players and their agents have kind of fi- have kind of figured it out yeah. because for the longest time they all went with. You know, okay, we'll sign for the max eight years, or if you were an unrestricted free agent, seven years, and you know we'll get as much money as we can. This is this is the time. This is the time to do it. Uh, but with Math- Matthews, and let's give credit where credit's due here, because he only went for what I think it was a four or five year deal on his last one. Was yeah. it five or four? Yeah. And you know, so here he is. He's still very much in his prime. He gets another four-year deal. By the time that's done, he'll still be in his prime and can still make a boatload of money after the fact. And the other issue, too, as well, is he doesn't lock himself in to a long-term contract so that if the arse goes out of the goes out of the boat for the Leafs over the next four years, he can skate away. Yeah, He's not trapped for four more years now and a team stuck in a rebuild. He's not in a Roberto Luongo situation going, you know, my con, why didn't I get traded? My contract sucks. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, so yeah, I, I mean, you know, hooray for the lease. They get to keep it. That was no surprise. We, we knew that's where that's going. Mm-hmm. Ultimately it's going to cost them William Nylander, but we all knew that was going to, that's going to happen too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, very, very smart. And as I said, I think that's going to – you'll start to see that become, I think, more of a trend rather than guys locking themselves into long-ass deals. You could start seeing them go, no, give me three, give me four. I'll take five at the most. And yeah. Because they well, know they can make their money else, you know, beyond mm-hmm. that too. So that helps a whole hell of a lot. Yep. So. Didn't it kind of start, though, because the – well, first of all, because the NHL allowed it. Yeah. Second of all, because the NHL contracts are guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if they got hurt, they were like, all right, well, I'll be paid for the next 13 years unless they buy me out, and then it'll be, like, 403. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, I understand both sides of this coin, mm-hmm. I feel. I feel mm-hmm. like we've just moved back into the cyclical part of the players now controlling their own careers. Mm-hmm. Whereas we were in a bit of a, like, the owners controlling the well, players' careers and the players being it, like, well, I'll take the guaranteed money for 13 years. Yeah, let's make this happen. When you look at... Or just, for eight years now. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, when, yeah. But when you yeah. look at it, a lot of times, like, for for a decent amount of hockey teams, it's, you know, we're re- it's four years. We got four years in our window, and then it's done. 
yeah. then four years, and now now you're not. You got a guy who knows who's playing the game, and all the other players are like, okay, this is what the situation is going to be. We'll play the game too. We'll get our four years in. Then that window will close. We'll go to another team, have a chop house, and be great for us. Yeah, exactly. So. The chop house dream will never die. Never, as far as this show is concerned. You always yeah. need a place with a chop house. Forever, Absolutely. forever, yes. forever. <laughs> Rest in peace, as the Terry late Funk. great Terry Funk used to say. Rest in yeah. peace, Funker. Yes, uh, yes. Let's rest in peace, Funker. By the way, that I'm... was a tough son of a bitch. Was Terry Funk underrated? It... Underrated as fuck, I think too. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, and a long underrated as funk. Yes, long underrated <laughs> as funk. Yes. Bring him the funk. Yeah. But he had such a long career. I remember watching him in, in watching him wrestle in the late 70s, for God's sake. I mean, yeah. they used to come up and do Grand Prix, you know, the Atlanta Grand Prix up here. And, you know, back in the late 70s, you know, he was wrestling. He and his brother Dory used to wrestle as a tag team for years, mm-hmm. too. His much older brother Dory. Uh, my God, yeah, Terry was wrestling, what, up until about, I think, 10 years ago or something like that his last match was 2017 yes i mean jesus it was it was like so and this is after 90s what was it uh beyond the mat happened Mm, when he had his 1999 yeah yeah, when he had his retirement then yes uh, (laughs) 18 years later him and the rock and roll express beat brian christopher doug gilbert and jerry lawler in a in a (laughs) the the spartanburg memorial auditorium (laughs) Where it all began. Where it all began, baby. <laughs> Pretty damn uh, close, but yeah, <sighs> tough as funk. Yeah, he was. Like, it seems yeah, like yeah. a sixty-minute match where there's like eight total moves. Right, exactly. <laughs> the the it, the uh, inventor, I would say, or the uh, man who made death matches popular. Oh God! Oh my Lord! Yeah. yeah. Well, he and Mick Foley. I yep. mean, they they really pioneered. The uh, the hardcore match death match. I mean, like especially the the death match in Japan, oh, where yeah. we you know, fully won that one. But I mean, these guys were wrestling in barbed wire and explosives for God's sake. I mean, Jesus, oof, you know. Well, but, Nick, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna throw you in this light I will, tube. I will say this: if I never have to see a velvet bag of thumbtacks again, <laughs> oh, it will be too soon. Right? Every time yeah. that comes out, I'm just like, "Fuck off!" All right, I'm not watching for the next five minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. it just looks so painful when they like throw somebody into like a bunch of thumbtacks and they're like sticking <laughs> in their back and. Ugh. Yeah, well, you want to know what's interesting too? God. I don't know if you guys have seen it recently. It was the uh, the 25th anniversary. Of the the Hell in the yes. Cell, Mick Foley and the Undertaker, and it and Mick and the Undertaker got watched together and watched that match and provided. Which, first of all, on, oh, that the, would be really cool. Is that oh, on YouTube? Was, yes, it is. It, yes, it is. Oh, and it's, I'm gonna it's, have to find that. Yeah, I'm not gonna ruin it for it's fabulous. Yeah, that would be awesome. Other than to say it, I, it's so gr- I love that the Undertaker's retired because it's great to see him having a personality. <laughs> You know, yeah. yeah, like he's really, really a laid back down to earth guy. right? You know? Well, the Undertaker was also kind of like Jason Spezza. He was like a phenom for 40 years. That's yeah, true. yeah, pretty much Could've always won the rookie of the year. Yeah. But the one thing, <laughs> one thing, <laughs> the one thing Mick Foley said, though, that I will say just as a spoiler was he was talking about like because the thumbtacks made the uh, their debut in North America in that match. They, oh, nobody geez. had ever seen it before. Right. Like, Jesus. And but even Mick said after that, he said they got tended to get overused after mm-hmm. a while. Right. Mm-hmm. 
because but at that time it was so for and I mean Jesus I remember the first time and I saw it and I'm just like what the fuck is this yeah like and, I would rather there be a snake in a velvet bag than thumbtacks <laughs> well Jake Roberts has something for Jake you Rob- Jake Roberts is the pioneer of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord uh according to cagematch.net Terry Funk's first match was December the 9th 1965. Jesus. Wow. And ran all the way until uh 20 uh not, September 23rd 2017. That's amazing. Jesus. You got to love your craft boy to be doing that for a, for that long, yeah. you know. While some of them had you to also that long probably have stock money. in pain medicine. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. My other favorite story about Terry Funk is he's the one who told Mick Foley to start that 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 uh, hell in a cell on top of the cage. I love how Mick <laughs> described it when he says, maybe you should start the match on top of the cage because Terry Funk had that very I'm telling, soft I'm telling you look. that, Mick. Mick, it would be great <laughs> if you talk on the top of the cage. They would not see that coming, Mick. <laughs> just that low that soft low voice which again is completely different from his screen persona and from the character he played in roadhouse too, oh absolutely yeah yeah he was oh, a he in roadhouse oh yeah he was one of the bound he was he, he was the evil bouncer in roadhouse who wanted uh-huh. to beat up uh, uh what's his face um, gotcha, i did not realize that yeah not like I haven't seen Roadhouse in the last 30 yeah. years, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, actually didn't have like a not uns- insubstantial part. It wasn't like a huh. bit a bit role or cameo. He actually had, I think, like 15 or 20 minutes of screen time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to have to find that YouTube now. Yeah, you will. Oh, yeah. It, it's definitely worth your while, man. Uh, yeah. Other things we didn't get to. Ah. NHL and the PA said they're working for international events. For February 2025. In about fucking time. It's been <laughs> way too goddamn long. It 2016. We're going to do, do a middle. We're going to do a fucking middle of the season tournament. Do it, man. Do it. Fuck it. I, I mean, don't care. okay, so I'm just going to say this out loud. Okay. The middle of the season tournament that MLS did, yes, I understand that Messi came in halfway through it and became like a big thing but it has been absolutely insanely great for mls mm-hmm. right now like i mean it's it broke the season up some teams mm-hmm. actually have had some rest mm-hmm. um it gave out a trophy in the middle of the season i mean obviously yes again messi added himself into the tournament sure but holy shit the just them talking about all of this for the last month like, yeah. while the World Cup was... Basically, it was being played while the World Cup was going on. Right. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the NHL, like, I've always preferred that they were going to do stuff like this. They do it in the middle of the season, not have the World Cup, you know, like in, in preseason, you know. Um, I That's that's one of the reasons why I always love when they would go, do, you know, do the Olympics. Because, it's like, yes, all the players are in midseason form. You're going to see really good hockey here. You know, you're not going to have some guys that are just, well, it's an early season tournament and they just go through some go through the motions. It's like, no, you're going to actually see guys out there giving a shit. But, you know, the way that I see them break it down, it's like 2025 do the World Cup of Hockey, February 2025, 2026. They're doing the Olympics, which is in Italia. Uh, Mm -hmm. 2028, I think, is the next time they would do another World Cup and then 2030 Olympics again. 
Mm-hmm. So that'd be every two years after that. Every two years, man. You know, after the long ass drought we've had for international hockey involving NH like NHL stars, not well NHL guys who used to be in the NHL but aren't anymore, and they're the only ones that are going to be playing for for their countries because the NHL didn't go. You know, it's been way, way, way too long. We've been without this. Yeah. Okay. I'd be okay with this. Yeah. All the way. I don't. Yep. I don't care for international hockey. I don't give a shit. Well, maybe if you cared more, <laughs> nah, it would show them. up in your Puck Duco scores. Nah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll gladly take the L on those. Fuck international <laughs> hockey with NHL players. There, I said it. Tired of it. Tired of it. Didn't How like the Olympics then. Tired of it when you've gone seven years of Exactly. Seasons. It's the best seven years of my life. <laughs> you Great. lie. Greatest I mean, that seven is years true, of my life. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Until Team USA wins, and you'd be like, I friggin' love. No, oh fuck no! I hate hockey. I hate USA hockey with a passion. Like the the I've hated them for a while now. Even before I moved to Canada, did not agree with their politics at all. So I will say, the Sochi Olympics, watching USA Russia in the shootout, oh. completely blitzed drunk off my mind at nine oh five in the morning. <laughs> Was one of the best experiences I've had in a bar for a hockey game. There you go. There you go. Though I do have to say, too, if they don't bring back Team North America for the World Cup of Hockey, I'm going to be very disappointed. They're not going to. Team, oh, I know they won't because or it's team, something that or was team really Europe. fun. And the one thing the NHL doesn't want is for the fans to have fun. Don't don't put something out that the fans will embrace. No, don't do that. Let's take away the one original idea you had that provided a spark of fun and that everybody talking, that everybody loved. Yeah, let's just take that promising little pony out behind the friggin' barn and shoot it because it's the wrong color. Whatever, you know. That, the NHL, they, they, they are so determined to shoot themselves in the feet. They get a great idea, and then when they're on the way to that great idea, they sabotage themselves by tying their friggin' skate laces together. It's unbelievable. Nah, it's anyway, actually really. There, it's actually, I said it. It's actually really believable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's it not... just, it just never fails to disappoint me. You think, just when you think, okay, it's a new generation, and this generation has learned their lesson. Nah, they learned the lessons they learned were all the bad ones from the old generation. It's, it's a self-perpetuating cycle of stupidity that never ends. Yeah. All right. Of self-perpetuation. Speaking... Yes. If the NHL discovered oil. If the NHL discovered oil, George Bush property, would invade it. The price no. of a barrel of oil would plummet <laughs> to the price of a pound of butter. Okay, that's how the NHL would fuck things up. Th- thanks for that, Mark. Not even I eggs. I, pr- I appreciate the chitter there, Mark. I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> speaking of stu- I can do. Speaking of stupidity, Alex Galchenyuk uh, pleads guilty to a misdemeanor with five of, of his other charges dropped. So. There's that. He is in the uh, assistance program as well. So he's got He'll that He'll still going. have to do t- two days in jail but after sure. his program's done, but that'll just be like, okay, pick a weekend. Yeah. yeah. And, he's got and 12, don't ever do this shit again. 12 months, uh, so 27 days suspended upon recovery program, 12 months without consuming or possessing yep. alcohol. Yep. Uh, well, let's hope that he gets the help that he needs. In all yeah, seriousness, absolutely. In all seriousness, yeah. I hope he, I hope that this this serves as uh, a, a, an epiphany for him. Well, I I, that, I also uh, hope that it serves as a warning a warning for like you know executives and teams and stuff like that. It's like you bounce a player around like this for so many years, 
mm-hmm. and kind of fuck around with a player's head, it gets to them, and this yeah. shit happens. Yeah. So yeah, it's true. Especially, like, and this is going to be weird to say probably, but especially a kid like Galchenyuk, who probably most of his life was told how great he was, mm. was drafted pretty high and yep. played on how many teams in his career? Like, holy Thought shit. Like, six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that takes you from here to here very quickly. And a lot and of the times also going go to the minors as well. Like, you go into the... He, yeah. had, he had stints in the AHL and stuff, so the up and down of not even being on the NHL team when you get moved over there. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not also forget, too, that he's also the son of a former NHLer. Right. And his wow. dad, sure. and from what I've heard, his dad had an, shall we say, a, a not necessarily healthy uh, Im- Im- impact on his uh, on his son's career. Makes sense. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, not for nothing. His dad, Apparently, his dad was, was with him when he was arrested. Ah. Uh. And also drunk. So, there you go. Probably shot a few racial slurs as well, but he got away. Uh, Jonathan Bernier retires after 14 seasons. Uh, I remember when this kid started. He was the he is it was rookie year. He started that O2 game uh, or the uh, in the O2 arena uh, with the Kings back in 06 when they played in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, journeyman uh, for a while there. Played for the Kings for a while. Won a cup there, and then just kind of uh, was the backup extraordinaire. Across uh, his final years, but yeah, and unfortunately, career cut short by uh, hip injuries. Which yeah. uh, you you play that butterfly style of goaltending, eventually it catches up to you. Yeah. Some it catches up to quicker than others. So, uh, but but still, fourteen years is good paycheck. Fourteen seasons, though. I mean, hey, man, you made he made a good career out of it. At oh, one sure. point, he looked like you know starter material, but uh, Jonathan Quick uh, overtook him. Yeah, uh, in the development department there, and then he, he wound up going to Toronto, and and bless him for being able to handle that hot house. But he, man, yeah. you know, he did his best on on some pretty crappy teams there. Bounced around a bit, but uh, was always in demand. Uh, apparently, he was a popular guy on the, with the Devils there too. I guess uh, when Lindy Ruff announced last season that uh, Bernier's uh, career was in jeopardy, uh, Ruff got uh, quite emotional about the oh, yeah. the whole thing. So he was he was a good team guy and well respected. So uh, best wishes to uh, to Jonathan Bernier in his future endeavors. Absolutely, former Luston maniac, <clears throat> Johnny. I have a question, Johnny. Do you know any backup goalies that were like dicks? I feel I'm like sure there's every been some, backup but... goalie <sighs> that you hear of has been like such a great guy and like a team player sure. and like like people just enjoyed having that person on the team. I don't think so because they wouldn't last long. Mm. Yeah, figure. I mean, you know your what your role is by that point. You know your role, and they're they're in a way they're they're like uh, you know enforcers on a team. You know, they're they're the guys that are, you know very popular. Uh, they also tend to be, you know, like that they're well liked. They also have the best personalities. This is why so many of them go on to become like uh, get jobs on television. I mean, look at Marty Biron. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, I would think Darren a lot Payne, of them would one. be really good coaches too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, nope. Yeah. If you if I'm you sure know if you uh, know there's a backup that's an asshole, let us know, please. Yes, please. Uh, but in other words, but in other words, yeah, Bernier, maybe, yeah, he might have a future either in coaching or, or, or what have you. So, yeah. Whatever the hell he wants. He's got all the Whatever money he now. wants to do. Yes. He's got the He's money now. It. He's earned it. Um, big turnout for Marion Host's last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, Dustin Bufflin strapped on the skates again. Oh yeah, he emerged from his his, his hiding place in the his, Minnesota his, woods yeah. to his fishing his fishing shack. <laughs> yeah. Uh Peter Bonder the was there. Woods would be a great minor league team. <laughs> the Minnesota Woods. Well, there's yes, the Minnesota indeed. Wilderness, Johnny, of the NAHL. Close enough. Yeah, there's that's that, close yeah. enough. Uh, Johnny Oduya <laughs> was there. Uh, Miroslav Shatan was there. Uh, Peter Morazic was there. It was a great time for everybody. Oh, and Nicholas Lidstrom, Sedano yeah. Chara. Scotty like, Darling. Yeah, some, some, some big names came out for that one. Yeah. So. Testament to uh, Hosa's popularity. Exactly. Popularity. So there you go. 19 years, and now it's over. He's just like, nah, fuck it. I got the gunk. I'll see you bitches later. <laughs> uh, I had one of one of my readers was asking, you know, well, how come he gets a goodbye game? You know, why didn't he have his farewell game when, when he uh, when he had to, to retire back in 2017? So, well, probably because they were waiting for the right moment to do it, and then COVID hit, and, you know. Like I said, they were probably waiting until because he got inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2020. So I would imagine they were probably waiting to kind of do it then that he would get an opportunity to say goodbye to the fans, you know, in his own country properly at that time. And then along came COVID and screwed up everybody's good time. So, hey, now he gets to do it now. Good for him. And along came vid. Mm. Uh, so here's the real the way, question, though. Why do we give a shit? Like he wanted to have this game now. He did it. I know, right? I know. Like, why some people are like, oh, how come he's getting it now? Who the fuck cares, dude? Well, evidently, this guy cares. God like, knows why. Do I really need to spend 15 seconds thinking about why he decided to have a hockey game now? He wanted well, to play hockey with his friends. I had to take. I had to waste 20 seconds writing a reply to the guy saying, you know, uh, probably because he didn't get the chance to because of freaking COVID ruining everybody's good time. I mean, Jesus Jeez, what's Christ. What's it to you? What's it to you? Let him have it. He could have had the friggin' goodbye game 10 years from now. Whatever. It's his business. It's in his, his country. Jesus. Exactly. Leave him alone. God. Maybe he's still skating for all we know. For all we know. Exactly. He's still <laughs> just playing not wearing his... gear. Just not wearing gear anymore because it gives him the gunk. Under so, the yeah. same name. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's wearing, still skating. He's wearing disposable he's gear. I've had a t- the time of my life. Nah. Oh, there's... Friday night's public <laughs> skate. Oh, yeah. I just what love are you saying, Scotty? Don't worry about it. I just, I just love the fact that there's still the odd conspiracy theorists who just won't let go of of their harebrained idea that he that he was faking it so he could go on LTIR so the so the Blackhawks could get cap relief that year and it's like yeah okay whatever never God, mind that there's so. been many well documented cases of of that you know Phil Esposito was one whose career he had to end his career before he wanted to because he he had the same condition. You know, but of course that was back before a salary cap and LTIR, so nobody gave a shit. Everybody said, "Oh, well, geez, that's too bad, Phil." Okay, well, you had a good career. Yeah. Anyway, I hope it comes out in his book. Yes. <laughs> Fifteen years from now, there's an autobiography that comes out that talks about how he uh, just went on LTIR to save, yeah. uh, to save cap space. Because yeah. that was obviously the forefront of his mind. Well, oh, absolutely. It, it, it comes out like Nicholson and Few Good Men. Of course I sat out. I was given the you orders. Can't, you can't handle the gunk. Exactly. You can't handle this cap cap hit. Yeah. Uh, the uh, San Jose Sharks hired Ryan Miller and Thomas Vanek as scouts, of course, former teammates of Sharks GM Mike Greer. So they got that right. going for him. Mo I money, love that Thomas money. Vanek is going to be scouting in Minnesota because, of course, that's where he lives. He's just like, hey, <laughs> Mike, I'll take this job, but I ain't fucking going. Me- yeah, I'm not going anywhere, dude. I'm staying in the Twin Cities. 
I'll I'll Skype you when it's over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of course, we bring up Buffalo and uh, R.I.P. Rick Jenneret, the uh, oh, voice man. of the Sabres for so many years, uh, yeah, passing that... away at 81. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. Yeah. So didn't he just retire like a year or two ago? Yes, as yep. well. Yep, 2021-22 was his final season. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So many iconic calls. Of course, the big one being the the May Day one, obviously. Uh, that's his most famous. But of course, the la 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 Fontaine, and you know, the welcome to the the population of Pominville who keeps growing, and you know, all those like. But he had a way with words. But he also just, you know, he called the game genuinely as an ex, you know, like a, as a fan, very excited. He was, and he wasn't a homer. He wasn't like a, a no. you know, like a certain uh, broadcaster up in Boston. You Jack know. Edwards. There he yeah, is. Yeah, Jack Edwards. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to be. Polite, or anybody on altitude. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. But don't be... you couldn't help but love Rick Jenneret just because he he loved he loved the city of Buffalo and he loved the Sabres. And, you know, he also loved hockey. I mean, he still he called the game fair both ways. But let's be honest, when, you know, whenever the Sabres scored, of course, he got more excited than, you know, than if the other team did. But he was still a pro and he, you know, he, he had a memorable way of, of saying things. He was the first one to say, yeah, he, he put that top shelf where mama hides the cookie jar. You know, I mean, you know, but just he was beloved. He was very much beloved. He was very much a part of uh, the Buffalo Sabres history because he started with a 1971 calling games in the radio, 1971. Wow. Yeah, he was had it for a long, long time. I'm pretty sure because he used to get uh, when I when I was a kid, if the atmosphere conditions were right in the wintertime at night, we could get Sabres games on the radio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I was probably my earliest exposure to Rick Jenneret in 1976 and 77. When I was like 13 years old, <laughs> you know, and Sabres games would waft through the ether. But uh yeah, he was he was very much like a, a Sabres institution. And I thought it was a proper thing that they, you know, gave him a banner, uh, retired that yeah. on the rafter suit because he meant so much to the history of that team. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the voice of the team for since inception. Oh, so it's like God, they retired his microphone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be proper thing. Hang it from the ceiling. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. I just love the story that he told, like for this most famous call about, you know, with Brad May scores and he's screaming, May Day, May Day. And he screamed it like five or six times in a row. And people thought, and, and he said, people asked him, like, how did you come up with that? And, and why did you do it like that? And he said, I didn't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, he it was, was like stalling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until something else came to mind because he was so excited. I mean, they, you know, it was a, big big goal they'd swept the brew the Bruins who were heavily favored that year that was in 93 and Brad May did it with a hell of a goal I mean he turns a, a hall of famer Ray Bork inside out with just brilliant stick work I'm like wait a minute this guy's an enforcer where the hell did this come from and he just <laughs> deked Andy Moog out of his pad scored a beautiful goal and you know he's just so excited that he just kept screaming Mayday because he couldn't think of anything else to say you know, until finally he goes, Brad May wins it in overtime in that inimitable voice and call that he had. So, yeah, just it's kind of nice that it just showed that and he got get wrapped up in the excitement and could be yeah. lost for words, too. Yeah. Another old time legendary voice gone. 
Uh, Although I did see a really cool um, tweet. I'm still calling them tweets. That's fine. Um, Go ahead. We're not going to call it. I saw a really cool tweet that somebody sent out that um, I don't know. I think it was like three or four years ago, maybe at this point. But Super Checks came out with the bubble hockey games that were personalized. You could get them by team with the team logo in the middle. And it had the announcers recorded audio for the Super Checks games. So somebody had a Super Checks, a Saber Super Checks game that had Rick Generate um, with the audio to it, which was really cool. It was like he'll always live here uh, in the Super Checks game, basically. So <laughs> it was neat. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Because I think John Walton did the Caps one, if I remember correctly. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, moving onward, upward. Uh, uh, Labushkin, speaking of the staying with the Sabres, to Anaheim for a pick. Thoughts, concerns, doesn't move the meter. Well, know. it was it was done to clear uh, to clear some room. They had nine at the time. They had nine defensemen under NHL contracts. They needed to 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 move a guy out. Uh, they got some young kids in their system. They're going to want to uh, they're going to want to evaluate and see where they where they fit. So you know, you get that many defensemen, you move one out for a pick. And he'll he'll uh, and he'll provide uh, some additional experience and muscle to the uh, the, the Ducks uh, defense core. You know, he'll be a nice complement with Radko Gudis there as well. Who they signed also, uh, you know, during the first week of free agency. So, mm. yeah, the deal it works out for both teams. Indeed. Uh, Mackenzie Weger had a nice little thing saying that uh, the Calgary Flames need players who want to be there. Which I'd say, yeah, that's pretty crucial for any team um, <laughs> to have guys who you know want to actually play in the area they want to be there. Mm. How much does mm. that change now that Sutter's gone? Oh, massive night and day, yeah. I, you know, I really, I'm really expecting to see a significant improvement in the Calgary Flames this season. I mean, yes, going into last season, as, as you know, we talked about before, yes, I mean, they'd lost Johnny Goudreau, they traded away, uh, you know, um, Matthew Kachuk because they knew he he wasn't going to resign with them. And, but they brought in, a, you know, one of the best playmakers in the, in the league and Jonathan Huberdeau brought in, you know, got a very good defenseman in Mackenzie Weger as well. And then they go out and sign Nazem Kadri and all of us who, you know, were, who, covered all of those moves we were like you know yeah it sucked that they lost uh, Goudreau and Kachuk but hey you know geez they made up for it by getting you know not just uh, Kadri and, and Huberto but they also got another defenseman to boot I mean Jesus that's pretty good and then the team looked absolutely nothing like the one from the previous year and sure losing guys like Goudreau and Kachuk will do that can affect chemistry a bit but the Calgary Flames were too good a team to play as as poorly as they did last season mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, that all comes to, and it, it's all come out pretty much. I mean, yes, everybody's been diplomatic about it, but I mean, you know, you, you, what what Uyghur's saying isn't very much different than what uh, Nazem Kadri said a couple of weeks ago. Kadri wasn't going to deliberately throw Sutter under the bus, but he was thinking that, you know, yeah, I think we're going to have, but he was saying, I think we're going to have a better attitude this this year. You know, I think guys are going to be in a, in a in a better frame of mind this year. I mean, that's a very subtle way of saying our asshole coach is gone. So, you know, we can go out now and play our game. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Amazing how that it's going to work. I do kind of feel like the, I feel like that coach 
Um, I feel like that coach in today's society works as long as there are results. Yep. And as soon as there are not results, I feel like that coach does not work with today's players in any way, shape, or form anymore. Yep. Yep. Sutter was the Sutter is very much the last of a breed. I mean, it worked for a long time for him. It worked for him when his first go around in Calgary, you know, uh, you know, back 20 years ago. It worked beautifully for him during his tenure with the Kings. They won two Stanley Cups. Nobody was going to argue with that. And they had the right mindset back then. But that was a decade ago. And it's it's a different generation that's in here now. And, you know, the the form of tough love that guys like Sutter used to do, it doesn't fly anymore. I mean, Mike Babcock found that out the hard way with the Leafs as well. So he gets a chance to come back and try and show everybody, look, I can change and I can, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I don't wish the man ill. I hope that he I hope he can pull it off. You know, I hope he has learned and, and can improve and change because if he hasn't, it's then this will be his last go around with an NHL team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like to some point he's made a, a decent amount of money. He can live on his ranch. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Don't don't. You, well, that's the thing. He's still under contract uh, for this season and next. So Daryl <laughs> Sutter's going to be just fine. Shed no tears for him. Yeah. Right. If you know, if we we could only be so lucky. Mm. Uh, uh, Guys, I just just very quickly. All I want to say is I just want the opportunity to pr- to prove whether or not money can buy me happiness. That's all I want. Yeah. No. I. I so there was a. Uh... There was a uh, YouTuber, because YouTubing all the rage these days. Uh-huh. Mm. You know how it is, guys. You know how super, oh, how much hey. superstars we are, uh, because <laughs> we're on YouTube. Um, who said that the uh, I think the average yearly rate he cal- he calculated it out to money buying happiness was about one hundred seven thousand dollars a year. That's a fucking. Oh, lie. that works for me. <laughs> that works for me. Johnny's like zero chance. That's real. Ch- Johnny's like I am not going to take that kind of pay cut. Um, <laughs> How dare you insult me with such a little bit of money? There is zero chance. One hundred and seven. So I would, I would say in this case, one hundred and ten thousand dollars around that per year allows people to not have to think about money. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. It does not make them happy. Yeah, those are two way different things. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, look, (laughs) it depends on how lavish you live. Well, yeah, I mean, look, full disclosure. You know, 12, 13 years ago, I had a four-year period doing this gig when I was pulling in over grossing, not net, but grossing, over, you know, over $100,000 a year. Wow. Nice. That was back during the yeah, internet yeah. boom. But is that Canadian this or American? Was, this was back when it was booming, man. Is it American or Canadian? Uh, this was back when the American dollar was on par with the Canadian dollar. Right. So, so it's the same. Yeah. The same. It's between like between 2008 and 2011. Sure. Was in that time frame. And to to Johnny's point, it was to we'd reach the point where it's like, okay, I didn't have to think about money. Correct. But other than okay, I could, you know, okay, I could go out and like, okay, buy it's now it was easier to buy some stuff that I wanted to buy. Creature comforts. Other otherwise, no, it didn't really change me that much, to be honest. It didn't I didn't You're feel still here. happier, you know. Yeah. Still here, yeah. I would. I'll Make say it considerably I, less, but muddling through. I will say this: <laughs> I won't feel less happy. That's true. With that kind of money, 
So oh, no, I mean, if, if I've got, I mean, I do think that, that it puts you, I think that it puts you in a sense of security that you don't have to worry about paycheck to paycheck. Exactly. Yes. So in some respects, yes, it makes you happier. Does it make you happy? Period. Is not, that is not the answer. More money, more problems. Yes. We were there is that. truth. There Biggie is a long taught us time that ago. a while ago. There is yeah. truth to that. Yeah. yeah, the bad actually bad boy entertainment taught us that. Mm-hmm. No, there yeah. probably is like a bell curve somewhere that if you hit the perfect amount of money, you don't have as many problems, and you have a good amount of money. So like as soon as you cross that top of the bell curve, then you come down the other side where it's just mo problems no okay. matter what. So I found I found the quote. Right. The quote was unhappy people can only be cheered up to a certain point somewhere around one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Fine, <laughs> perfect. That so would cheer at, me up so a lot. So, at what point on that bell curve do you have only ninety nine problems? Mm. Ooh, <laughs> when the bitch isn't one. Um, <laughs> that is when oh. that happens. Oh, also, at what point on that bell curve do you have ninety nine <laughs> luft balloons? Ooh. Ooh, that's probably the ten thousand of the hundred and ten thousand. Well, I'm Ooh. sorry, but that's a German question, and that doesn't apply to Americans or Canadians. Sorry. <laughs> mm. <laughs> John, what were you what were you so surprised about? No, I was just saying that was I was saying that was amazing that mm. that that Scotty came up with such a quick answer to it. I mean normal, yes. but yeah. yes. <laughs> but I feel like the real question is when do you have ninety nine bottles on the wall? Mm. Well, um, I was getting close. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we get well, getting there. Sure is getting there. Take one down, pass it around, ninety eight <laughs> bottles of beer on the <laughs> I'm getting there. I need a bit. I, I counted them the other day. There's 94. No, you're ooh, getting there. Ooh. Five more, buddy. We're getting there. Oh, yeah. Boise. Uh, got PTOs going on. Those are at least yeah. at least a couple. That's PTO season, That's what maybe. When they take off work. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little PTO. Uh, PT- He's on a PTO. Who was the first one? <laughs> oh, uh, Alex Chase on former Stanley Cup. Player. Alex Chase on. Yeah. Ooh. Scott Harrington's on one now. Nathan Beaulieu's on really? another one. Uh, guys that are on the uh, the downside of their careers for the most part. Uh, also, a report that uh, Al- Alexis Lafreniere, two year, two point three two five million AAV. Good deal, I think. Solid, oh, yeah. solid deal. Oh, yeah. Good little bridge deal for him. Um, boy, I sure hope that uh, you know Peter Labulette's the guy who can uh, you know help him unlock his potential because oh. you think, boy, now 2020, he was that uh, he was the guy, he was the man. CHL Player of the Year two years in a row. Um, Last player to do that, Mario Lemieux. Considering what he what uh, he did with Connor McMichael. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, anything else we're really missing, Lyle? That's uh gone undone as we get. We're almost to the last week of August. Somehow, I, I powering our way are, through it. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're. We're. We're done for this week. And and very quickly, um, next week will be my last week until I take vacation on the show. So, Ooh. Wait, so. so we have you next week. First week of September, I won't be here. All right, perfect. But I'm here I was just week. I was just trying to figure that fucking thing out. I'm like, wait a minute. Sorry, it's so the way we I don't said need it. No, to I call. Said it, I said it's screwy. So God, yeah. so guys, listen. It is the ne- September ends. Next week <laughs> is the week before that. I the week before I'm taking off. The week before what that the I do the thing say? and the that and the. This is and Lyle having a stroke? What happened? Look, 
all you guys need to know is that uh, I'm not going to be here the first week of September because right, I'm thanks. taking vacation. Lyle will be back at least six weeks before Wyclef. That's all. Yes. <laughs> that is all you had to say, Lyle, is that, you know okay. what? I uh, I'm not gonna be here on the first week of I'm September. I'm not gonna be here. Anyway. You didn't have oh, to I was do. Trying to get in. It was in a hurry. <laughs> These calendars, <laughs> guys. Listen. All right, I'm hold cold. on. Next Shut week up. is the last week before the next week, which I'm not here. Huh? There you go. Exactly. Okay. That's what I'm. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's drinking a very clear liquor liquor over there. I think it's yeah, water. Yeah, I, I, I should I should be. No, it's just water today. My throat's a little sore. There you go. All <laughs> right. Well, fuck it. Let's get to some games then. Let's do it. Yes, all games all the time. Start with the crossover, the killer crossover. Oh, big shout. Uh, Across the top, St. Louis, Chicago, 50-plus assist in a season. Down the side, Vancouver, Pittsburgh, and lost Stanley Cup final. I will say this. (laughs) I will say this. I think lost Stanley Cup final, you have to be with that team across the top. So you have, well, except for the fifty, you have to have fifty of uh, plus assists in the season and have lost the Stanley Cup in the same year. Yeah. So. Wow, this is aggressive. Hey. Put your thinking caps on. That's for damn sure. Uh. Lyle, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, who are the flying fucker members who lost the Stanley Cup final? <laughs> <laughs> we only have to remember the years that the the Blues and the and the Blackhawks lost the okay. Stanley Cup final. I'm go- okay. Uh, well, because I'm I'm the old timey hockey guy here in this sure, group, guy. so I'm gonna go with the uh, lost Stanley Cup Finals. All right. I'm gonna go with the St. Louis Blues. All right. And I'm taking uh, Barkley Plager. Barkley Plager, there it is. Point seven four percent. Wow. Thank God. Gotta love that. Sixty-eight or yeah, sixty-eight, sixty-nine, and seventy. Yes, he was one of the earlier Blues. Yes, sir. Um, Mark? I'll go 50-plus assists, lost Stanley Cup final, Sidney Crosby. Ooh. That was an aggressive pick. Yeah, there 7. you go. 7.6. That's right. He did. Yep. All right. To John. Um. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, Blues, Canucks, Ryan Miller. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, God, there's so many Millers. Should have put Ryan first. There we go. There you go, Ryan Miller. There you go. There it is. Back to Lyle. All right. Old-timey hockey guy here again. Old-timey hockey guy. Hello, folks of the world. Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm going to go with Tony Esposito. For what? Lost For what? Lost Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> I was like. That's what I said at the start. Old timey guy. Did lost it? Stanley oh, Cup Finals. God. Tony Esposito. There we go. 2.3. There we go. Whew. I'm glad that's taking care Back of Back to Mark. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go Penguins, Blues, <laughs> Brent Johnson. That's a good one. Nice. Wow. Good one. That is good, good stuff. Good one. Baby. Oh, six yeah. four lowest of the night so far. Nice one. Look at you, Mark. Here we go. Look at you. That you're hungry. Good. Okay. To Johnny. Who's next, Johnny? Um. And then we'll do open bar. Uh. <laughs> open bar. That's true. Um. 
Canucks and 50 plus assists. Uh, which Sedine was the passer? <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty I think sure they both. 50 oh, shot. Daniel? I think it was, I don't know. I think it was Daniel, wasn't it? I don't remember which one scored goals and which one passed them the puck. Do you like do you like uh, the letter D or the letter H? I better? feel like it was Hendrick was okay. the passer. Okay. There you go, twenty eight percent. Perfect. Open bar now. Open bar. After first oh. after your two drink minimum, it's open bar. Okay. Oh, uh, I love this comedy uh, central play place. <laughs> that was a that was a good comedy uh, stand up showcase. Two drink minimum. All right, I'm I'm gonna. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, Penguins 50 plus assists. Oh, I'm taking a stab in the dark here, but I want to try and see what I can do for our uniqueness score here. Mm-hmm. Jean Pronovo. Jean Pronovo. There it is. 0.21 yes. under the score now. Wow. Under the score now. All right. So we My got era, man, the 70s. Blackhawks, Holy Canucks, shit. Blackhawks, Penguins. Hmm. I don't know either of these teams. Um, hmm. like I, I have to think of more recent. Players. I have not I done. Th- I've only done. Ooh. I've only done. Yes. Uh, Peng- Penguins, Blackhawks, Jocelyn Tebow. Yes, sir. Oh, that's nice. Yep, that is that is right on the money there. Good call. One point two percent. Good job, Mark. Thank you. You are on Mark, goalie. You're on fire tonight, man. You are on goalie. Goalie fire. patrol, baby. Yes. All right. Um, okay. Who's Hawks and Canucks? And anybody's open bar. Can I? Can I throw in one here? Throw yeah. one in. Old timey '70s hockey guy here again. Um, you're gonna love this guy because he doesn't know how to use a fax machine. You know I'm gonna love Daily him, Talon. Dale Talon. Daily Talon. Four point zero percent. What a quaff. Rank eight hundred fifteen. What? Rank 815. Uh, That's 63.2, though. Pretty good score. That's ridiculous. So, uh, of the of the uh, 2,000 people who've got nine in a row, we're doing pretty good. I consider I consider this a victory. All right. So, Uh, see, I picked Ryan Miller and Henrik Sedin, which screwed us. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, We were immaculate. Immaculate grid. Here we go. All right, more 50 plus seasons. Uh, Bruins, Islanders, 50-plus season, 50-plus assist seasons on top. Kings, Caps, and Leafs on the side. Let's go. We'll start, we'll start with Johnny. Come on, Johnny. Um, Capitals, Bruins, Anson Carter. Perfect. Anson, Anson, Carter, 1%. Yes. No no picture. 1%, nice. John, Mark. Uh... Damn, I, I we could I could go so many different directions for Caps Islanders. Sure could, man. I fit, it, and you can shoot this one down, but I'm 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 pretty sure Chris Simon played for the Islanders. Yes, yes, did sir. He not? yes, yes give he me did. Chris Simon. Yes, he did. Yes, Good sir. One. There you go. Three percent. Oh, there you go. All right, there he is. Over to Lyle. Okay, I'm not taking the Capitals 50 plus assists. I'm no. going to leave that for you All guys. I right, appreciate it. No, no, no. I'm going to leave it for you guys. I know a good one. Um. 50 plus assists. Okay. Old timey hockey guy here. Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, here we go. Let him cook. Uh, oh, hang on now. Oh, no. Um, Boreas Salming. Come on. Come on. Be there. He's there. Oh, yeah. There you yes. Go. 
I know a, I know a good one for King's Bruins too, but un, unless you guys get one beforehand. Well, I I was just Johnny. Go ahead. The, go I was going to choose the layup for King's Bruins. Yeah. You know, it's Dimitri Christich. That's exactly who I was. Going oh for. yeah. That's exactly <laughs> who I was going for. Hey, I was kind. I was kind of half percent there. I was kind of pissed you didn't go Caps Bruins. I'm like, oh, there's but there's another way. Oh yeah. <laughs> You gotta play this correctly. Yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Good call. That's well done. Great well call, done. Mark. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I could either go, I could go Leafs Islanders and go with the obvious pick there. I don't want to do that. I'm oh. gonna go Leafs Bruins and Nathan Horton. Did Horton play for the Leafs? Sure, sure. I, mm. I don't Ooh, remember. I don't remember him. Okay. The well, we don't have to. We don't have to do that then. Don't do that then. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I, he, he, he was he was Florida, then Boston, and then the Blue Jackets, and I think okay. yeah, I don't think he played for the least, but okay. So I'll do Kings fifty plus assists. But you could go with um, Andrew Raycroft in that spot. Well, there you go. That's a good oh, one. Oh, the best traffic man in, in in all of sport. There you go. Seventeen percent. Wow! Wow! Okay. I was going to go a lot. That's that, a lot of yeah, percent. Higher than expected. A lot of percent. Who was I, what was I just going to do? Oh, kings and fifty said, assists. You said kings. Yeah, kings and fifty assists. Oh, yeah. 50 assists. Uh, Rob Blake. Ooh. Did he not uh, never have fifty assists? I I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Do we want to risk it for the biscuit? I mean, again, we could go with an obvious answer if you just want to get nine out of nine. Nah, like let's you know, yeah, fuck really it. Let's go, Rob Blake. Sorry. Oh, not there, darn not it. There. It's all right. It's all right. It. We'll get it back. Yeah, we'll get it back. Okay. Lyle, what do you got? Um, I'm going to go uh, Kings Islanders. Okay. 70s hockey guy again. Okay. Billy Smith. Smith. Bobby. Bobby. Oh, fuck. Why did I just. I'll just put Billy and. Billy and. <laughs> Billy Eilish. <Okay>. Billy Ash. <laughs> there you go. Billy Smith. 3%. There we go. Uh, open go. bar, open bar. Now two guesses remaining. Um, capitals and fifty plus assists. Uh, are we going uh, Pavanka on this? Does he has he had fifty plus assists? I was gonna say either Kelly Miller or Adam Oates. I mean, we could go Adam Oates before he went to Ooh, Russia, uh, or you can go Nylander. What about, <laughs> what, a, what about Mike Gartner? What about him? See, I have Let's no idea if Mike Gartner had fifty assists. Yeah, we can go with that. Mike Gartner? We can yeah. go with that one. All right. There he is, 3%. All right. One shot left. Uh, Can I take... Uh, I can take King's 50-plus uh, assists. Yeah. Uh, Butch Goring. Big old Butch. He was there. Yes. Was there. Even with that, 131 rarity score. Good job. By the way, very Felix Potvin-heavy... Uh, game. Yes. Because he could have went one, two, three, four places. Oh, yes, that's right. He played for the Islanders yeah. and Leafs. Yeah. Islanders, so we, Leafs, I, it, I'm glad I didn't put Tavares in the bottom because that would have just blown up yeah. our squad. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right, now the tastemaker, which, by the way, Here we go. Lyle, I don't know if you saw on Sunday, they uh, they had uh, a Puck Doko Jr. where it was only four squares and you had four mm. shots. It yeah. It was great. Um, this one brought to you by Arda Ocal of ESPN. Uh, I do like that they bring in other people. Sure. By the way, across the, the top, uh, New York Islanders, Nashville Predators, and forty-plus playoff games played in a career. 
with the Coyotes, Blues, and Flyers down the side. Mark, we'll start <laughs> off with you. Uh, <clears throat> does, mm. I'm guessing the okay career. We're Cur- going so career. that doesn't just have to be with that team. Right. This is tough. Yeah. They yeah. just have Lars to. Right. They played one season with that yes. team. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna go with. Hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Flyers, 40-plus playoff games, okay. and I'll go Jeremy Roenick. Oh, my man. That was my pick, too. Nice. Right there at 1%. Yeah, I was trying oh, to figure nice out one. if I wanted to go with him for the Coyotes <clears throat> instead. Part of the 1%. Yeah, that would have worked, too. Yeah. All right. Lyle, you're That's up. right. That would have worked, too. Yeah. Lyle, it's your turn. Um, uh, now, uh, Coyotes, of course, we're also, uh, keeping, uh, Winnipeg Jets in mind as Correct. well, I believe. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, the original Winnipeg Jets, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Like yeah. Be silly. By the I'm way, try, the... I want to try Dave Ellett for 40 plus. Yep. All right. There he is, 0.2%. Yes. Got to like right. that. By the way, on that Nathan Horton thing, his contract was traded to the Blue, uh, the Blue Leafs, I believe. Why. <clears throat> there yes. was. That's... That was that. That was the David Clarkson thing, wasn't I it? I do believe so. Yes. Yes, that's why. Yeah. So that's why we thought that he played for the Leafs. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yep, he was a uh, long-term injury reserve. It was for David Clarkson. It was a great time for everybody. Okay. Because uh, that was nagging in the back of my head, Mark. I got to be honest yeah. with you. Like I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you sure he didn't play for a mile? Are you sure? Yeah, no, I'm I was like, thinking that too. I'm like, I, I think he might have. Uh, <laughs> by the way, for the Coyotes 40 playoff games, I had uh, Walt Keith Kachuk, 8%. Hey, nice Big one. one. Um, Johnny. I mean, Keith Kachuk would work with the Blues in 40 plus oh, games, right? Yeah. Sure could. Um, oh. I could go Flyers Islanders with Garth Snow. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. good one. Boom, 8%. Hey, hey, there you are. 8%. I had uh, below the 10. Yeah. I had Johnny Beezer there. Mm, uh, nice. Mark? I'm going to go Blues Islanders oh. and David Backus. He played for the Islanders, did yes. Did Backus play for the Islanders? I feel like he did, unless I'm thinking of someone else. I do not know. I know he. Well, I know he. He played. I for might the, have been thinking of someone else. He here's my pre- here's my issue is I ruins. have no idea who I would put in that spot, so I can't mm. tell you to not pick somebody that you think goes there. Yeah. All right, let's go with David Backus then. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow, we got a hundred right off the bat there. Yeah, it adds a hundred to your score if you get one mm. wrong. Yeah, I have no idea who plays for the Blues and Islanders. Okay. Lyle, um, what do you got? Josh Bailey? <laughs> Did he no, play for the Blues? No, Josh Bailey played for Are you for just naming people that have pictures on your wall? <laughs> Josh Bailey only played for the Islanders. So far. He got, like, he, he, they just traded his contract this summer to uh, Chicago, and they bought him out. But yep. He spent his whole career with the Islanders. Mm. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Lyle, to you. Okay, old-timey NHL hockey guy again. 40-plus playoff games, St. Louis Blues. 
Yeah, let's do Barkley Plager again. There you go, 0.3%. Nice work. Keeps us at 109. Johnny P. Um, I know who this is. God damn it. Uh, there was a Flyers, Nashville Predators defenseman, um, Swedish guy. No, yeah, I know who you're talking. Um, about. don't think he. Was I know Swedish. that Tornquist is not the right name. No, I don't believe. Does anybody else remember who this is? I he played okay. for the Islander. He played for Nashville before going to the Flyers. I think you're thinking two different. I, I'm thinking me and you are thinking two different people. You're thinking Swedish. I'm thinking Finnish. Well, I mean, they could be the same. There are all those true. Norwegian up there. countries up there. It's up there. Oh. I don't know. A name just floated in my head and and gone. I, I, uh, I should, think should, I know. He can played I, for both teams. Can I like, give you the name? Really long times. Can yeah. I? Uh, Kimo Timonen. Kimo Timonen. Yes. Yes. There you go. Ten percent. Nice. That's good. I had Scotty Hart. I was there. like, oh, mm. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. We all did. It's like Dre. <laughs> Mark. Did David Legwand play for the Coyotes? <laughs> no. Damn it. What about the Blues? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I these teams are like yeah these oh, teams are actually we're past yeah. our we're Real past fun. our six guesses we are at open bar time I forgot my mm. apologies. These teams are uh, are a shit show for me. Yeah, this one took me a minute. <laughs> uh, I've I've got one for, uh, for like Predators and Blues, but it could inflate our score. Okay, I don't care. Um, Where do you missed one? Yeah, Paul Korea. Right. Yeah, Paulie Korea. Twenty four percent. Also, would accept it, Chris Mason. That's who I have. Oh. Chris Mason in that spot, the center wow. square. Shit. That's right. Yeah. Huh. Three spots Predators, left. Coyotes is like. Yeah, that's death. That's bullshit. <laughs> Dear Lord. Come on. Come on. Come on. Like at that point, we're trying to figure out if fucking like Boyd Gordon <laughs> right. ever played for the Predators. <laughs> right. Think like, of what we're trying to. What I old mean, Winnipeg you're Jets? To see if Damian oh, Rhodes played for both of these teams. What or, old? What old Winnipeg? Sebastian Box kid. Can I? Uh... Can I do uh, Blues and Islanders? Do it. I don't care. Uh, Mike Sillinger? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what he just popped into my mind as well. 4%. Uh, Also, a guy behind Johnny. Guy behind Johnny would have been an answer. Oh, uh, uh, Salah. No. (laughs) Osgood. Oh, that was Osgood? Yeah. Oh, oh no, that's that right. Osgood. Yes. Chris right. Osgood played for the He's, by, he's back blues. behind the he's behind the flags. Behind the flags, yep. Those guys are flags. <laughs> what do you got, boys? One one guess left for the original. Of course, then we have the unlimited. Um Coyotes Predators was the toughest one. God, oh, the Coyotes man, is, is such like a dead team to me. Yeah. Yeah, both of them are um, when we get into back into haha, fuck you. I know the two teams were attacking. <laughs> we're never going back it's, to that. It's it's Coyotes Predators. <laughs> it's Coyotes Predators all day. We are never going back to um, that. I can't wait until the day that it's like Thrashers, um, Minnesota Thrashers, Wild, Thrashers like every Wild. all of those. Te- yeah. Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> 
played games in 2017. You're like, yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, for for coyotes and, and predators. Okay. Did Jason Arnott play for either of those teams? He played for the Predators for sure. Yeah, I don't know that I don't he think played he for played for, the, for Arizona. Coyotes? Okay. Okay. Yannick Perot. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, at this point. There you go. Big win. Hey. Nice. Big win. All right, let's keep going. 1%. 1%. Good pill. Nice pull. Yeah. Thank Who you. did you have there then, Scotty? I had Cliff Ronning. Ah, Cliff Ronning for that one. What do we have for what would what was there for Islanders and Coyotes just for? Oh, just, we are going to keep. We going. still have keep going. Oh, we're going to keep going. We're on okay. keep, keep yeah. going mode. So Islanders, Coyotes, then is who we're thinking of. Um, it's a tough one because like even when you think back to Winnipeg Jets, like it's yeah, not, that's doesn't give you shit. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Nothing really leaps to mind here. No. Uh. Yeah, I uh, I mean, you're going to put whoever you had in there at some point. We're going to be like, oh, wow, I yeah, had eventually. no idea. Mm. Um, yeah, just put whoever you put in there then. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brad Isbister. What a jerk. <laughs> So I had uh, Isbister, Ronning, and Kachuk across the top. Osgood, Mason, Glenn Hall for Blues and 40-plus games. And then Van Beesbrook, Hartnell, and Roenick down the side. So, uh, I wonder if Roenick would have been a higher percentage for Coyotes and 40-plus playoff games. Uh, let's see here. Coyotes, 40-plus playoff games. 9.1. Oh, so, so he was only 1%. Yeah. For uh, for the Flyers, so nice yeah. work, Mark. Brett cool. Hall. Yep, Brett Hall played yep. for the Coyotes. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Played nine. I was gonna actually nine games. Uh, Hobby was Bullen. was wow. one of the guys I was gonna throw there. So here's irony at its finest. I thought of Mike Spick, and I go, "There's zero chance he's played forty plus playoff." Well, that, I felt that there. I yeah, felt that did. way about. He did. Yes. I felt that, that way about Hobby Bullen too. Hobby Bullen, I'm like, I don't know how many games he played with the Jets in the playoffs or the Coyotes. For that matter, Mike Gartner, Jay Beagle, Jay Beagle. <laughs> forgot Jay Beagle was on the Coyotes. No, I yeah, once we got into Winnipeg, like you could go back Winnipeg Jets, and I remember Dave Ellett because he played with the Jets, and then he went on to play for the Leafs. Yeah, again, my era. Draper, so. Robert Long, Lori Boschman. Oh, Mike Sillinger could have went here too. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> George Sillinger is is definitely a go-to. How did George LaRock play 40 playoff games? Somehow he did it. My God. Somehow he did it. Like Richie. Dave Mance? Oh, fucking Martin Erat. There's Boyd Gordon, Martin Erat. Carcillo. Dan Winnick. Daniel Carcillo. What the fuck? J.J. Dano. Christ, it's just so, so many caps. Joe Juno Anderson was there. Joey Juno, <laughs> he's another one. Yeah. Jeff Sanderson, Sando can one go for a while. A yeah, Brad Throw May down to the bottom, and I want to like Supreme Mike for... Eagle, another <laughs> legend. What I want from now on is Yannick Perot went there. Perot. 
Wow, only two percent. Only two. What I want it want want from now on is I want you to be able to click on the name and it tell you who the two fucking people were that picked that guy so you can punch them in the fucking face. You know that some of these some of these folks have been going on to like I, hockey DB and I have, doing the old cheating. I have questioned that on some people mm. and be like, man, how do you get just a three? You're not that guy. No, you're not no, that guy. No, no. There, there's. Fans. I mean, there are definitely people who have that in them, right? Yeah. Where they're like, "Oh, look how great I was! I was under ten percent or under ten for my uniqueness." And you're definitely like, "You're a shyster. You looked it all up, dude." It uh, was so I mean, the Blue Jackets, the Wild, the new Winnipeg Jets, the Capitals, and played in the Olympics in 2016. I, goddamn, you did not have that fucker. No. I mean, as I said, I mean, my scores go up and down all the time. I've gone from a low, my best, my personal best is a, a uniqueness is seven, and my highest is over 200. You know? Oh, yeah, no, I had because a four. Yeah. Some of them just pop. And as I told you before, if they, if they played in the late 60s through the 1980s, chances are I'm going to know them, even if they were just like a depth guy with like, you know, the old Detroit Red, Red Wings back in 1970. I'll know who the guy is. But again, if it's somebody in the last 10 years, I'll go blank. <laughs> you know, I can almost like... tell you within 90 seconds if I'm going to be able to get all 90 of these. So I, you know what? Like, let's, tonight, let, tonight let, we did good. We did fine. I think, I think we did as great. As a team overall. I am going to say this, and I will make a plea out there to the uh, Pakduko people, the uh, veil of Pakduko people. Why not us? Why not us? Why not let us have a little grid? Have a little grid ski. We can make a little grid ski. Our name can be up there. People can just not care about it and go about their way. Be like, oh, contact just another Pukduka. Just contact him on Twitter. But listen, just contact me at the at the Twitter. You know, you can you can go on the blue sky, bullet to blue sky. You can go. We'll you can let go you come me. on the show and talk about how come you made this. Come on the show. It'd be a great time, even though the athletic already did that. Oh. I know they beat us again, <laughs> fuckers. Jerks. Um. <laughs> but man, listen, like we wouldn't. We would do. We would do. Content, the, we would do Winnipeg Jets 2.0. We would do Predators. We would do Blue Jackets. We would do Wild. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about a Death Valley? We would. Bullshit. We would do. We would put. We, we would put would the Ottawa right, Senators all the way on the right. It would be right-handed catch goalie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, wow. You want to see it? You want to see a thing where there's only five people you can choose from? Boom! <laughs> right hand, right handed catch goalies, and uh, <laughs> over not ninety one save percentage. Good luck. <laughs> and then on the bottom it'd be like six foot two or taller. Yeah. <laughs> on skates. On no, skates. No, wait, not on skates. Not on skates. <laughs> It'll be a box that says Clint's goalie farm, and no one would understand it. <laughs> Like that's what that I want to like. How obscure oh. can we go on these stats? Oh, please do. Right-handed played catch. over a hundred games, a thousand feet north of sea level. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> played a thousand games for the, got the first win for two different franchises. What? Ooh. Oh. Got oh. traded for himself. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. It's, it's only Stefan Beauregard. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's just an extra credit. If you just want, you can answer that as extra credit, and it gives you back the point. That would be just let us do a Pukdoko Junior. 
Like it would be trade it for yourself and left handed or, or right handed catch goalie. And there we go. That puck Doko Jr. wasn't wasn't very easy either. No, One it was of the them fucking, was, it was it was the that actually feels was like a, it should be harder a, to me. A sweat is it? It was a Swedish Olympic no. gold medal winner and <laughs> it a was... Finnish Olympic gold medal winner, and I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, there goes half my afternoon. The, the one I got it was it was Kraken and. U twenty gold medal winner and yes and golden knights and U twenty gold winner, medal winner. Yeah. I can't remember what the other one was. <clears throat> yeah. So I am. Oh, I my score got blown. I was like, okay, crack. Okay, Kraken and golden knights. All right, but yeah, okay, Jordan Eberle and and it just. Well, I was like, okay. Well, it definitely it. Was, was the one where yeah. I was like way. It up. was definitely back to school because it was all chalk on that board. Oh, big time, big time chalk. The, the four square one i feel like is harder yes it really is it really is yeah because you have like more options like you can you can put together more intersections oh yeah absolutely at the nine squares when yeah. there's four squares like there's probably only 15 players all right hold on and if and if you're going for uniqueness it's not easy an, really amend- not an easy. amendment mm-hmm. um to the puck duco people hi listen hi how you doing <sighs> i will i want to propose a seven square across puck and down puck doku. <laughs> seven across Is the top, seven down the side. Oh, Jesus. 49 squares. Mega puck doku. Mega puck doku. But you get the middle one because that's a free space. Right, we just put a, we just put a picture of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg for the block. <laughs> so there we go. All right. For Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You fool! <laughs> that was always I. I remember on YouTube. It's on, I believe it's on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I watched like a nine-minute segment where Gilbert Godfrey just made up shit for yeah. like each question. It was the same show, and yeah. every time he's like, "You fool!" <laughs> and then the next question would come up. He'd make something else up, and they're like, "Well, I'm gonna go with Gilbert Godfrey <clears throat> on this one." And he's like, "You fool!" <laughs> He was the best at that, man. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to watch that then. Yeah. Go. I have to stay awake for 45 more minutes because I have to start working again at 10 p.m. Ah, nice. Yeah. All right. So. Well, mm. 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 good times. Yeah. Mm. Lyle's been fun. Been real. It's been real. It fun. has been. Guys, as I said, I think this was our best puck, our best uh, puck doku immaculate grid NBA crossover week yet. Absolutely. Yeah, we did well. We did very well. Uh, we this did week. well. We did well, and and of course, next week is the pre week to your week off. But that's, exactly, that's so two weeks before you return. And there's two weeks, so yeah. So it's the week before the week. The week it's before, the week, before week. the week. Yeah. It's my yeah. last week. Well, how like many? How many? The guy. Hold on. How yeah. how many days? How many days before you go on vacation? Which season 14. will this be in? <laughs> <laughs> Still summer. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Perfect. Well, in Maryland or in Nova Scotia? Uh, mm. Well, Nova Scotia is where I'll be going, so yes. It's, it's... <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy yourself. We'll talk to you next week, brother. Talk to you next week, guys. Have a good one. Take you care. Too. There he goes. It's a lot richer. See you, Lyle. SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey on most social medias. Johnny P. Shoutouts. Whew. Wow. Um, give me a shout out. I enjoy um I enjoy the grid games. 
Um, I know that they came in like a wrecking ball mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that somebody probably should have thought about this way before now. But this should have been a pandemic they... era game. Like this should have came out when we were yeah. all sitting at home. Agreed. Um, I mean, it might have, but True, it needed to fair. be. It needed to take two years to actually be like <laughs> worth it. Get the bugs out. Um. But yeah, like I appreciate it on Wednesdays. Um, I'm not gonna play it outside of the show. <laughs> Just there's Perfect. zero it chance. Works. Like I, I'm not lying. I could look at the grid and be like. <laughs> nope. Um, and just like move on with my life. Like it would take me no time to figure out if I know any of those players or not. Um, but when I'm bored, I'll play them. I will give a shout out to the uh, Patanzo, the family reunion this past weekend. It was fun. It was good to see a lot of people. It was good to uh, swim in the pool for a while. Get some suntan, drink some beers. I came home with a bunch of Jersey beers, South Jersey beers. Nice. Some Philadelphia beers. For, uh, like Cape May. <laughs> um, and I will give a uh, shout out to uh, Mark, hey. who told me that I should buy a uh, mesh system for the internet for my house. <clears throat> I told him, why would I need that? My house is only 960 square feet. Uh, I bought said mesh system, I set it up in my house, and I literally have internet out to the sediment pond now. Damn. Um, Like three bars of internet out to the sediment pond, um, out to like past the front of my car. Wow. Uh, So my house is all internet all the time now. So Impressive. Well done. Yeah thankful for that it's fun i can walk around i can work wherever i want on the deck in the backyard Shit. just answering questions on my phone most of the time all right nice work yeah mark um i'm gonna give a diss to my kids they're not sleeping Bastards. meaning like they, they are i guess they're sleeping now but they are just not sleeping their last week has been miserable sleeping. uh hudson definitely is i don't know if harper is Dis to myself because I left my work phone upstairs and I needed to. I was waiting on f- phone calls and I probably missed them. Uh, so I got to go check on that. And God, what else? I was, I had one, a good one that I wanted to either shout out to. Oh, um, the Strange Planet, oh, the, the comic Strange Planet. There's a the Apple TV show. Oh. That just released last week. It's pretty good. Watch the first episode. Pretty funny. So, right. if, you, if you got Apple TV, I do. and uh, you enjoy those Strange Planet cartoons with the little aliens that you know don't use proper English, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. it's good. All right. all right, that's all I got. All right, man. Uh, this to moving. Who knew who'd be so goddamn expensive? In this day and age, I shouldn't be surprised, but here we are. A uh, shout-out to these beautiful tubs being the exact width I need for my yo-yo ring so I don't have to break them down. Uh, yes. Fucking perfect. That is fucking perfect. Love it. So um, the two bottom ones wide enough for the yo-yo ring so I don't have to deconstruct. So hey, hear ye, hear ye. Um, I guess a shout-out to getting a new place, hooray. 
Sight unseen. Shout out to moving back east. <laughs> yeah, shout out to moving back east. Uh, we're a month away, so it's going to come like a freight train. So gear up. Gear up for stress. Hooray. Yay. Uh, and uh, that's about it. It's for Johnny P. Mark with the CM Scotty Wise. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Um, check us out everywhere on the social medias at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can catch us also on Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. You got until the 31st at uh, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think it's standard daylight time. It's Eastern Time. That's all I know. And uh, you can be in the raffle for the Ryan Ellis giveaway. And uh, that's it. Until next week, we'll talk to you then. Uh, peace.